On a wet sort of Wednesday morning, it's Chris Stapleton, 98.5 The Bull, up to about 64 and some showers in store for us today, perhaps. You got Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. Hey, Amber. Hey, I've discovered uh, that I now, I think I know what it is. That's the worst feature you can have on your car while living in Tulsa currently. Okay. That feature is lane detection because there is so much construction in town that my car doesn't know which line is the actual line and which line is being painted over. And so my car coming down 75 now thinks it knows how to drive better than I do and is yanking me back and forth. I probably look like a crazy drunk person. Wait, your car sees the lanes and will put you back in the lane if you drift? Yes, it's a lane detection. I- I've rented a couple of cars like this. It kind of slightly, it doesn't like crazy It'll buzz do it, but it, it- and kind of... Yeah, it tweaks it. It 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 tugs your wheel a little bit. If you took your hands off the steering wheel and just press the accelerator, would it drive itself? Um it would alert me the second I started to go off the road. So depend I mean it it will but like it vibrates my wheel mm-hmm. and then it kind of yanks me back in a little bit. The problem is now on 75 I was coming into work, and this happened to me the last few days. Now they've added a whole nother section that they're working on, and the lines are all jacked up, and there are cones. I can barely stay within the barricades because my car is constantly trying to get me to go back and forth. Can you turn that off? I'm going to have to, yeah, which sucks dangerous. because I actually like it otherwise. Because like on highway trips and trips that I take to Arkansas and things to see family, it's perfect for that sort of stuff. But... It's driving me me crazy right now in Tulsa because there's so much construction. My car can't tell where the lines are on the road. But, like, I guess in town you could turn the feature off, and then when you hit on the road to go somewhere, turn it back on. I know yeah, it's, like, not gonna easy. Yeah, I'm never going to do that. Is it a big to-do to turn it off and on? Yeah, I have to, like, pull out the manual and actually figure it out and stuff. you got to pull out the manual? Yeah. We just Even, learn it once. You don't have to keep once you learn it one time, no, you don't I think there's like a code or something. Yeah, I think there's something that you have to like That's actually crazy. go through a process to turn it off. You don't need lane detection to be confused. I'm learning a new way to work now, oh, and I yes. am so confused getting to work that I I'm going about forty. Everybody hates my guts because I can't figure out what's going on. So I drive very slowly um, just to have time because there's some off ramps here. That uh, you're like 65, 65, 65, 70 miles an hour, and then boom, there's your exit, and it's a 25 mile an hour curve. <laughs> yes. And I just feel like I don't even get on the interstates here. I did that trick you talked about, Tig, where you turn off uh, interstate navigation, you avoid highways right. on ways. I don't even get on the interstates because when I dr- when I got back in the other night from Alabama, from the airport to my house on Riverside, I, I just owe everybody an apology because I I cannot drive on these interstates. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. I can't either. Something's happened. But I do find that you think, well, if you're taking back roads, you're going to be wasting a lot of time. I'll put in a destination and, you know, five miles away and it'll say interstate 20 minutes or whatever. And then it'll say back roads 22 minutes. So I always just tell you, if it's like that, I'm just going to take unless yeah. it's like unbelievably different. I always take the back roads. Are you still um, getting lost occasionally on your way to work? I have no idea where I am. I, I get so confused. <laughs> And He's good with directions. That's weird for him. Yeah, well, it's a grid system until yes. you get downtown. Like, and then downtown is very confusing because it's more of a diagonal setup. And, and like, if you get lost somewhere else, like in Midtown or something, you know, oh, well, you know which direction you're going because the streets are counting down. Oh, there's 17, there's 16. So you know you're going north, you know. But downtown, just, I don't know how we did it without GPS. I wouldn't, they would have <laughs> fired me because I could have never gotten to work. 
I don't know how people did it. I mean, I remember keeping an atlas in my car when I was in high school. Oh, of course. Like when I first got the, my first not, car, not I had just an a map, atlas. An atlas of yeah, the whole, it was like, I, whole country. Oh, no, yeah. like a, no, maybe I didn't mean atlas, but like, no, that's what I mean, right? Of the a whole map? country? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We ha- I had an atlas in my sure. car for and road then, trips and stuff. That's the only way you knew how to get anywhere. Well, then uh, a magic thing happened. A miracle that came out with something called MapQuest. Oh, and this Map is where Quest you printed is. off your directions and kept them in the uh, passenger seat. So <laughs> yes. you're just as likely to die because you're trying to read those step-by-step directions. Um, but at least Unless you, you had a navigator, and then and that now, was great because they could read off the directions for you. At that point, it was like an airplane. You needed a co-pilot <laughs> to get anywhere. And then thank God for these GPSs because they really... The only thing I think about GPS is it spoils us, and you don't really learn your way around. You know what? I bet people have some crazy MapQuest stories. You, you probably you forget that part of your brain like goes away the learning how you way around another thing about uh that I've discovered by living here they they, they it's always already like 700th street have you ever seen that somewhere I'm driving along when I get out of Tulsa I'll pass something that says like 781st street Seven, why why do what? they do that like they'll go all the way up to like 7800 in the streets oh I didn't know that how have you not seen no. that it throws me off like, they, they couldn't be creative and go with new names. They're just yeah, like, oh, it, yeah, it's all the way up to 700th Street. But if they named it something, you would lose your direction. And that's like, true. this way you know, oh, well, I need to go the other way. the numbered system that's helps right. you know whether you're going north or south and all that stuff. Yeah, it's 648, <laughs> Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. And uh, we do have Off the Wall this morning, which is where we go to a company's Facebook page and see what crazy people are complaining about. These are actual comments. We didn't make these up. Uh, that's coming up in just a bit. And, Daniel, this time, which wall are we going to visit? Hamburger Helper. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Miranda Lambert, 707, up to 63. Today's hot country, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Hey, now. You guys, uh, Amber, uh, you go to the grocery store. This happens to all of us. you got to pick which line you want to get in. Yes. Uh, you see uh, there's a line with somebody with like 60 items in their cart, and then you see a line with maybe four people that have one to two items. Which line is going to get you through quicker? Hmm. What is your hypothesis, Tig? I would say I think in real life I would choose the line with the people with only one item. The four people with one item as opposed to the one guy with 60 items. Amber? We're not in self-checkout. We're in no, like an actual this cashier. Is the, this is the grocery line, and it's probably the same for the uh, self-checkout. I would I'm say. probably going to go the behind the one person because that only one person has to fiddle with paying and punching in all their codes. That's and stuff. right. It takes a while for everybody to pay. Amber is correct. Tag, you are wrong. <laughs> and the reason is every person <laughs> requires a fixed amount of time to say hello, pay, and say goodbye to clear out of the lane. That takes about 41 seconds. Each item takes about three seconds to scan. So you would get through the guy with 60 items in about four minutes. All the other people would be over five minutes. Oh, okay. So another we little, know what to do now. Another little trick. Okay. Uh, when you get in a line, make sure that the uh, the cashier can see the that there's a line formed because that's going to make them motivate them to move, move faster. Yes. And I got all this from Reader's Digest. Did you really? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah. You should have asked me. That was my, one of my first jobs was being a cashier at a grocery store. Yeah, well, hold on, Tag. You weren't going to have to be a cashier. You were a bag boy. No, I was a buggy. They called them buggies. Ooh, even, less than the, yeah. even less than the bag boy, yeah. you were the buggy guy. They trusted you just enough to run out into the parking lot and get the cart. It was Great. The, the lowest job on the totem pole. But I got to tell you, I love that job. 
because they didn't care what you did at work. So long as there was carts there, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't give a rat's what I did, just as long as there were carts. You said you had, you encounter the same problem when you uh, go through a drive through You might see 10 cars in line until you park and run inside. Does that ever work for you? I know. I've tested this theory in real life. You drive up, and you're like, man, how many cars are in this drive through line? This is ridiculous. And uh, so then I'm like, ah, I'll park and go in, get it to go. And uh, lo and behold, every single time <laughs> I've done this, I'm looking at the guy at the window who was in front of me getting his food and go. Yeah. So going inside doesn't help. Like the drive through is always faster. I think you're right, and Daniel should know because uh, Daniel. I used to work at Dairy Queen, and you'd have like two or three people manning the drive-through, and you only have one person manning the, the cashier. Oh, stand. I see. So there's like a, an assembly line going on for the drive-through, but also they they keep record of your times. Like the the company will, that's why they have you pull up sometime. They want to keep those those times drive-through times low. I see. So wow. you enter the order, and then it's timed before you clear out the order and they leave that's why they're like hey would you mind pulling up even if nobody's behind you they're still like hey would you just pull up a little bit oh really and so do they get evaluated on that i mean do they have like a quarterly meeting and they're like daniel i mean your average drive to, through time is 20 seconds i too mean much. the managers probably get crawled about it they i'm don't, sure they the lowly do employees we didn't but yeah the managers did all right well i learned something i was actually kind I of fascinated no by that break yeah yeah Thank you no for idea that, that that's show. why they had us pulling up. Yeah, well, I gotta, I gotta read more Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting to that age where it's gonna be the cat's meow. Ninety-eight-five bullseye traffic from the. Oh, love is money. Girl, your love can make a man feel rich on minimum wage. I've literally seen grown women cry after a bad haircut. It's ninety-eight-five the <laughs> bull. Today's hot country, but this happens to guys too. We're yes. lucky maybe we can just throw on a ball cap or something, but your little boy, Jade, he's going through this. Oh, he's three, guys, and he just, he, for the first time, he's he's not happy with his haircut. I wasn't expecting this so soon. Like, at three, why would he care? But it happened in the cutest way possible. So we went and got his haircut yesterday, and then we had a play date with uh, with Casey's kids from Chubbs and Casey next door. So we were, you know, playing all afternoon. It was late. We got home about 8 o'clock last night, which is really late for us. And we're in the elevator, and there's a mirror in there, and he sees himself. And you guys, the realization on this kid's face, like he doesn't recognize himself at first because his hair is gone. Did, I mean, like... Did you get him a busted haircut? No, it's just a short summer cut. Like, he's, you know, his, his hair's kind of long on top. It was getting in his eyes, and he's used to having a lot of hair. And I thought, we're going into summer. He's going to be in the pool a lot. I don't want to have to be back here every, you know, six or eight weeks. Let's just go ahead and let's do a two instead of a three. And then scissor cut the top. This kid did not know what to make of it. He looked at me and goes, I don't like it, Mom. Can we go back and the lady put my hair back on, please? Nope, just got to wear a ball cap, brother. That's all you can do. I felt so bad. And we're lucky that we can do that because it's harder for a lady, I think. You can't just wear a ball oh, cap like we can. for sure. Yeah. You say that, but, Ty, you've seen my driver's license photo. Oh, I have too. You're so, right. Hey, he looks I, like <laughs> one of those guys from The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings or something. I went to this place, and uh, they, I mean, they ruined me. You looked a little bit like a South Park character. I really did. Yes. <laughs> and I won't go back to this place um, ever again, plus it's in Nashville. But then I went to a place up here in Tulsa, and mm -hmm. I can't, I don't want to say the name of it, throw anybody on the bus, but um, I told the lady what I wanted, and I guess she just erased that from memory and did whatever she wanted <laughs> and kind of messed me up. My hair is kind of curly, and, and yeah. I like the way it looks with curls and things like that, but I have to get it shaped up. This lady cut all my curls off, 
And so I can't go back to her. Now i got to find a new place. And that's the same lady that I went in there and uh, where they wash your hair and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And while she's washing my hair, she start, gives me a scalp massage. And a Coldplay song came on. And then she starts singing the song. And it was oh, the most awkward no. right in my face, man. She's like, <laughs> oh, and then- I will try to fix you. And I'm like, yeah. Stop. Oh, that's awkward. It was very oh, was awkward. Bad. And it was a bad haircut. So where does yeah. like where does one go to get to find a new barber or whatever? Because how do you trust people? You got to get online and look at reviews? Or where did you go, Tug? I just went to the, uh, you know, I, I don't care about my looks at all, as you can see. And um, whatever was most convenient. And I lived probably 10 steps from one. And I went over there. And it's like 10 bucks. And I was happy. Maybe uh, women, I think, are good at telling the salonist or whatever what y'all want. Men, we have... I guess we don't know. Maybe it's our fault because I don't know what to tell them. Ty. Right. What do you tell them when you go in there? You just say, ruin me, don't you? <laughs> you would think. <laughs> they always ask that question, like, what are we going to do today? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, basically just like this except shorter is all I can come up with. Yeah. And then they always ask, like, what number buzzer I use. And I yeah, can never remember that. And uh, and so then we just we fiddle around with it till we both get to a place where we're equally disappointed. And then I pay and we leave. All right. And even after you get a hair, bad haircut, if you're like me, you just sit back and go, oh, looks good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I don't ever. Meanwhile, yeah, they did that mirror I'm dying thing. inside. <laughs> uh, so maybe I should, I'm going to describe how I tell them I want my haircut. Tell me if this is reasonable. Okay. Or, or if somebody listening could write in and let me know if I'm telling them wrong. Uh, I want to leave my hair kind of long. I like the curls. I just want you to shape it up a little. But they're going to want to know what shape you want it. Yeah, like a chia pet? Do you like it longer on top, shorter on the bottom, and around the neck? I mean, Just you- shape it up around the ears. I mean, that seems like that would be enough. That leads, leaves a lot of room for interpretation yes, on the end, I think. Okay, how do you say shape it up? I think you got to have more detail. Like, I like it shorter on the side, longer on the top. I do like a little sideburn left. Please don't cut off my curls. I definitely want to yeah. keep my curls. I can't go in there and be like, hey, whatever you, get, whatever you guys do, don't cut off my curls. Have you ever said uh, a but less that, creepy but way? But you like them. You don't want them gone. A less creepy way would be uh, leave the curls because the curls are for the girls. Hey, now. And they... Oh, definitely Not less creepy. creepy at all, yeah. Maybe we should uh, start doing this, Tig. We will type out exactly what we want so we don't get in the moment. We don't, like, get confused. Then so we can just type it out <laughs> and then hand them an envelope. I don't know. Telling them exactly what we want done. I don't think it's going to work, and I'll tell you why. And that's because, and I don't see it as much, but used to, they would have a book of beautiful men and their perfect haircuts. And so we could write something out. But we would literally show them a picture. Yeah. A picture is worth a thousand words. And uh, yeah, I like. I want to look like this guy right here, and then they just do whatever they age they want. Still, didn't you get a really bad one that way? I don't know what happened here, but I went there and I I, I found the picture of the guy. No, I had actually printed off a picture <laughs> oh from my the God. internet from and, and took it in there and said, "This is exactly what I want." They cut my hair. And I walked out of there, Amber, looking like Julius Caesar. <laughs> Whoa. I think it was a picture of Hugh Grant back in the day. I liked his haircut. Oh, my god! I gave him the picture of Hugh Grant. I walk out of there with, like, feathered bangs. <laughs> what? I don't know what they were thinking. So, uh, obviously, I'm not I'm able to communicate. Well, uh, or well, We should ha- hire somebody, Tug, to go in there and explain to the, <laughs> the barber what we want. You know what I think it really is, is that... These people that are in these magazines are gorgeous, and for some reason we think, I'm going to look just like Hugh Grant, and what it is is you still look like Daniel <laughs> with a different haircut, now, so we're always going to I understand my unfortunate countenance, but when <laughs> but, I walk out of there looking like Dracula, they've done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
Well, we've got some things to learn, apparently. Maybe somebody's got some tips for us. You can give us a call, 918-879-9898. I want to hear from the person that cuts the hair. What can I do? How do I tell you how I want my hair? Yeah, that's good. All right. Good idea. 918-879-9898. Also, just moments away from uh, this week's edition of Off the Wall, we go to a company's Facebook page, and we see what crazy people are complaining about. And this week, Daniel, it is... Hamburger Helper. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Travis Denning at 740 on Wednesday. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. Time now for Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page. We see what crazy people are complaining about. Daniel, this week? This week, it's Hamburger Helper. Boy, uh, that takes you back, doesn't it? Yes. Growing up, that's good stuff. It was great stuff. Still is. Still is. Uh, This is actual comments on the Hamburger Helper Facebook page. You can go see for yourself if you don't believe me. Uh, First up, Carrie posts, which now the... uh, the page is just called Helper. I, I guess so to imply that chicken, uh, tuna, tuna, all that, kind of all stuff, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carrie says, "I need a job." Uh. Okay. Melissa uh, really pulling the heartstrings on the Hamburger Helper Facebook page. She says, "Remember those good old days when y'all had double cheesy quesadilla?" Well, sadly, that's the only one the entire family liked. You're breaking our hearts. Oh, sad face. Picking their hearts. That is a mother that is frustrated trying to feed a family right there. Richard has a good point. How how doesn't breakfast helper exist? Hmm. <gasps> Why doesn't it exist? I don't know. It's a good idea. Larry, a very cryptic, writes on the Hamburger Helper Facebook page, the old people. Right. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. Joseph is not too happy. He says, how about you just up the price instead of stealthily cutting portion size we notice and it's just not insulting wait it's just insulting i messed it all up we notice and it's just insulting he's insulted shane says bring the tuna au gratin back to the states the fact it's still sold in canada but not here is dumb (laughs) it's always been my favorite and there's no easy way for me to get it from canada he needs a tuna helper mule like a smuggler to get yes, this over to yes. him. Tuna au gratin helper sounds absolutely awful to me. Could you imagine the way your house would smell after that? I like tuna helper. Michael says, I love. And finally. <laughs> Just I love. Yeah. And finally, Vicky, uh, a real critic. She goes, your cheese lover lasagna sucks, by the way. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh. 98.5 to pull. 98. Bullseye traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic. She likes them. It's Gabby Barrett. The good ones. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We are tagging Daniel Amber Glaze. Something happened to me yesterday. I um, never thought what happened to me. And I got into a new house and there was a knock at the door. I was like, yeah, all right. Uh, wife opens the door. You know who it is? It's the mailman. Okay. Knocking on the door. Now, they usually just leave, you know, the mail in the mailbox. Sure. Like, huh, maybe it's a package. No, you know what he said? He said, I saw you guys are new, and I want to make sure you get the right mail. And uh, what is your name? And she says, oh, my name's Brittany. And uh, what? Oh, great, Brittany. I tell you what, I'm going to be looking out for your mail for you. Make sure you get the right mail. That guy's trying to get with your wife, dude. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, stop it. Yeah, he was like, hey, what's your name, girl? (laughs) The way he's describing it. So the male guy's like, hey, what's your name? Talking to her and everything? Yeah, like how Uh-oh. he's going to take special care. Oh, 
really? You know, our male. And then uh, he says, do you have a husband? And she says, yes, and tells her, him my name. So he didn't seem as enthusiastic about keeping up with my mail. And then uh, so he said, all right, so I'll, I'll be on the lookout for those two names. And I'll make sure that I do everything I can to take care of y'all. Welcome to the neighborhood. I just never had a, a guy knock on the door just to, the mail guy to meet us. I didn't know any mail guys. Well, you've before. been in this house four days, this new neighborhood. He moved to this rich neighborhood. What's it called? I Kingston didn't. Gardens? It's it's an area called Lewiston Gardens. Lewiston it's, Gardens, It's not yeah. rich. My house is so small. Like, but the way you're describing this neighborhood, it's like Sesame Street. Like the mailman is uh, stopping by <laughs> yeah, saying hello. Yeah, you did talk about your neighbors came and had a picnic in your front yard with their baby. Like, they who, did. I it was mean, great. Are you making any of this up now? Are you just trying to paint this picture, this great life you're having? You're like, yeah, that, the neighbors that, came by, they, they brought, brought a baby. They brought their baby yesterday. I held the baby. It was great. You know? Do you catch the trolley to go visit King Friday, too? Or? There, there could be a trolley uh, when spring really gets in the like, like, I got this one neighbor. He, he lives in the garbage can. His name is Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys, one called Bert and yeah. er, this other dude, Ernie, they live together. They're roommates. You're yeah, like, I was out in the yard the, the other day and Snuffleupagus walked by. <laughs> Are you just making this stuff up or yeah, what? Yeah, I'm making it up. Every now and then celebrities show up, like do cameos like mm-hmm. they do in this show. Oh, Lizzo was in your neighborhood That's last right. week, Lizzo right? Lizzo was yeah. over there. She knocked on the door, <laughs> made sure we're getting our mail. So, But you feel like this neighborhood is well, the best you've ever lived in? Whenever we were young, Daniel, we would pick places like, how, how far of a walk is this to like the clubs? And now it's like, how far of a walk is this to school? You know, like mm-hmm. everything changes about it. Yeah, so I love it over there. It's super quiet. And uh, so far, everybody's been pretty nice. So now you have all these new friends over there. I, I want to be introduced to these friends. You can I, come I, I want to kind of meet these people. Tig's like raving about it. Like, yeah, this one guy's so cool. He's out there grilling, listening to Counting Crows. I'm like, that's not really cool, <laughs> but fine. <laughs> that did happen. Um, yeah, see, I told you Daniel gets jealous when I meet other people. It's cool if you graduated in 1998. I mean, it's not, it's not that you're meeting other people. It's like now you're going to have like 30 friends and it's just going to be me and my dog over there. Well, I told you, you can move to our neighborhood. No, I can't afford that place. It's not expensive. It's like a teeny, tiny house. You know what's going to happen, right? Is you're going to finally introduce Daniel to all your neighbors, and then all your neighbors are going to like Daniel more. That's, that always happens. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes they're me. They're going to be like, when is Daniel coming over? Oh, yeah. I can't afford to go over to Golden Arms. What's the name <laughs> of it again? <laughs> now I forgot. Lewiston Heights or something. Lewiston Lewis- Jake Owen, it's made for you. 809. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Tiger Daniel. Amber Glaze. I saw uh, in the news today that it looks like they're going to be making a Young Guns 3. Yes. I love those movies. Uh, yes. Back in the day. Tiger, you've not seen these? Yeah, I saw them. I liked them. It's been a long, long time. Uh, Who's been, in it? Uh, all the guys. Lou Diamond Phillips is going to be in it. Uh, Emilio Estevez. No. I haven't heard about Keeper, Keeper Sutherland yet. But I remember... The soundtrack, everybody in my particular age had that Young Guns 2 soundtrack specifically. Is this, uh, what is this? Blaze of Glory yeah. from yeah. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. And everybody had this soundtrack. I'm trying to remember what other movies had those soundtracks that everybody had. Um, I, I remember one, Armageddon. They had um, that, who sang that? In Aerosmith. Armaged- Aerosmith said, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Um, right. Yeah, I, um, I Don't Want to Close My Eyes, that song. Um, I don't want to miss a thing. That was I the song that was in was that. that it? Yeah. Yes, I don't want to miss a thing was huge in that. And then uh, the Dirty Dancing soundtrack has to go down as one of the best soundtracks of all time. I saw that it topped a few articles. I mean, the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I have both Dirty Dancing one. I have both volumes 
on vinyl. Wait, there was two. Vo- there were two soundtracks to it. Yeah, two volumes. Yep. There's a dirty that th- on vinyl. They released two volumes, and I have them both. <laughs> I don't know if I should be proud of that, but I do. And I listen to them. They're great. Ty, didn't you uh, enjoy the uh, Forrest Gump soundtrack? Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. That's a great one. It has all those um, songs from the 70s. All the classics, yeah. Yeah, that is a really strong Killer soundtrack. But uh, it's odd to me that that's what I remember most about Young Guns was, I mean, that that whole thing was just on fire. Did Bon Jovi did the whole thing, didn't he? Did he do the entire soundtrack? I believe he did. Oh, do you guys remember uh, The Bodyguard, that Whitney Houston oh, movie? And that's where uh, that cover of I Will Always Love You, that song was a monster back Oh, then. and then there was um, Queen of the Night and, you know, I'm Every Woman. And that soundtrack is rife with hits. Unbelievable soundtrack. Remember Footloose? So now I got it. That's, I learned to drive to that soundtrack, guys. Wasn't Grease a big one, too? Probably. Yeah, it was a But that was it's a musical. musical. Uh, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Way to contribute. I've, I've never seen Grease. Really. <laughs> oh, how about a, I remember the, everybody had this soundtrack. Uh, 20, was it, what year is it? 2021? 20, 21 years ago, what movie was out that everybody had the soundtrack to? So that puts it at uh, the year 2000. 2000. You can't go to karaoke anymore, at least not at a country place without somebody getting up there and singing this song from this movie. And it was set back in the day with George Clooney. Man, are you? I'm are you? T- is I know it those people in their cars mad at us? Oh, right brother, now. where aren't they? What are you talking? That's about? it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, everybody yeah. had that soggy soundtrack. Bottom, yeah, boys, that's you got right. a soggy bottom. Yes. <laughs> Purple Rain was also from a, a soundtrack. Huge. It's nice you could join in, Tiger. Oh, like, like, Grease was a movie. You start talking about movies, <laughs> I just might as well go home. Like I don't know. I think oh. there's a. I think there's a Hamilton soundtrack too. Isn't the soundtrack <laughs> yeah, to Hamilton pretty good? That. Yeah, it's like the soundtrack. To, <laughs> Everybody had that soundtrack. I know the uh, Frontline on PBS soundtrack. <laughs> that was a great song, though. Bon Jovi had a string of hits. And uh, not trying to brag, but uh, me and Daniel met Bon Jovi. You did? Yeah. I would fangirl. Like, like I couldn't. one-on-one at a party. I'm having a hard time even paying attention. I just want to rock out to this song right now. It's so good. Bon Jovi could not get away from us fast enough. Well, it was inappropriate for us to approach John Bon Jovi because it was out at like a, like he said, like a party thing. It was, he was not there to do a meet and greet. He was not there to meet fans. The guy's just sitting there enjoying himself. And Tig's like, we had to get a picture, man. I was like, I don't want to bug this guy. Let's please leave him alone. Tig's like, no, dude, this is a once in a lifetime. We got to get over there. We go over there. Uh, our friend Mary, or who's our producer at the time, is going to take our photograph with Bon Jovi. She couldn't get the camera phone to work. So we had to stand there, with, what, 30, 40 seconds? Oh, gosh. And he's hating. Bon Jovi hated us. Well, it's awkward, too. I mean, you're just standing there like that's just so socially uncomfortable. Well, it was inappropriate for us to approach him, but Tig is that's, the, that's the kind of person Tig no, is. Tig once ran into Darius Rucker like at a charity golf tournament, calls his wife, and then goes up to Darius and has him speak to his wife. Like, <laughs> you're awful, man, when I think about it. I, I'm mature. You really uh, did that? That was like my first time ever meeting a celebrity. And oh, I was well, like you played idiot. it off real well. And uh, now, you know, I'm better. How I'm awkward much better. for Darius? What could he possibly he, say? He hated it. Of course he did. I mean, I could tell. And when he handed his phone, back, the phone back over to me, he didn't look at me and go, "Oh, I hope you." He just he starts to walk away and leans back and gives me my phone, like, "Get out of here, dude." I wish he would have threw it right on the ground and stomped it. <laughs> I'd have a great story to tell. Ninety-eight-five bullseye traffic from.